Martin Captain Captain Odegaard on the score sheet. No, not on the score sheet. Um he got an assist for Norway. That's what number tens do. They get assists. They get assists in the Premier League and they get them abroad. Abroad on international duty. Consistency. And what does that sum up? Arsenal Football Club. All our players have been consistent and they're continuing to be consistent throughout. Um, well, consistent is maybe a strong word in terms of the international matches because obviously it's one game, but it's just good to see your number 10 scoring. So, yeah, I'm happy for Odegaard. 2-1 to Norway um, intense game I only caught the last maybe 10-15 minutes um, but yeah <laughs> it's just when I saw Odegaard with that assist uh, I was so happy you know because um, yeah I just um, I love what he's doing for the club um, on the pitch leading by example um He's a real player. I don't peop I don't think people know how good he is. And I think that's the case with a lot of our players. Um Yeah, like they're really good. <laughs> and um it's taken me some time to realise that as well. And it's still taking me time to to really realise what Arsenal Football Club have right now and what they're going to have because that's a key thing. The youngest squad in the Premier League. I'll repeat that. The youngest squad in the Premier League. Liverpool, Man City. What's the average age? Man United, Tottenham. The youngest squad in the Premier League. That counts for something in the long term. You think Arsenal are going to have are going to have to turn over, do a massive turnover in the summer and get rid of their goalkeeper and their two defenders and this and that. No. <laughs> That's a massive advantage in the long term. Maybe not now, you know. Right now, all this in people's heads is the fact that, oh, Man City, they've dominated for five years. Oh, it's going to go on forever. Man City, they're the champions of England. They're perennial champions. And all these sorts of views. You know, I mean, this narrative or that narrative that Arsenal aren't the real deal and all of that, it's just, it's boring now. It's just boring, honestly. And um, hearing rival fans whinge and moan, because that's what they're doing, you know, let's make no mistake. It's all whinging and moaning now. Oh, Arsenal are top of the league. Well, not even whinging and moaning, it's just, it's pure jealousy. And do you know what? No, it's easier said than done. Arsenal fans should try and take it with a pinch of salt because do you know what that is really? That is respect. That jealousy 
equals respect. That's how I look at it, you know. Um, because why wouldn't you fear us? <laughs> you can, you, there's reason to fear us with your eyes. If you just watch the way we play, the way we can score goals now. That front four, front five, whatever you want to call them. They can score any minute, any minute. Shaka's left foot, Odegaard. He's improved in, in his finishing. Um, Jesus, Saka, Martinelli, Smith Rowe is coming back in January. <laughs> Smith Rowe is both footed. <laughs> Smith Rowe is both footed and he's a very very good finisher so um, we've got options <laughs> and um, Fabio Vieira <sighs> wow so um, look there's reason to fear us and um, I don't want to go on and on and on because I'm at a point where I know that I don't need to convince anyone. Rival fans, pundits, they can live in denial all they want. But, you know, as we've seen for this first half of the season, whatever you want to say, Arsenal are the best team in England right now. And that, unfortunately for a lot of people, is hard to take. It's a fact. They are the best team in England they have been the most consistent team in England. They have won the most. They have precisely won 86% of their games. Because yes, I keep a, I keep a, a record of it. So, they're the best at winning. Man City, put it, let me put it like this to really rub it in. Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham and every other team in the Premier League have not been good enough to win enough games to be higher than Arsenal. That is the reality. So, whatever people want to say, <laughs> you know, that that's the case. Okay, now I'm rambling, and I can tell. <laughs> and um, I'm letting all these rival fans and pundits get to my head. Um, so I'm going to stop there. But um, you'll get the gist of what I'm saying. Um, the main focus of this podcast was to speak about Odegaard I hope I've done that um, he's got an assist for Norway today um, which is great um, and hopefully he can continue um, and hopefully our other Arsenal players can continue to flourish on international duty you know I'm hearing that Martinelli impressed uh, his coach in, in training the head coach Tite if that's how you pronounce it, I might be wrong. Um, so that's fantastic. And um, yeah, hopefully he can play for Brazil. Kind of don't want him to, don't want him to get injured. I don't know. It's good for his career. I'm not going to, I'm not going to wish Martinelli um, anything other than the best. The boy deserves it, you know. He deserves to be playing. Um and just using that desire that he has, that, that intensity, that skill, class, to really help Brazil. So yeah, I hope I hope he gets what he wants and um, he starts. But yes, I do also want him to come back um, 
nice and fit and ready to fire. Um, because, you know, I think like a lot of um, fans, I look at the players that we've got on international duty and I do worry. I do worry not even about um, where they'll get injured. I don't know. I, I don't know if this is a, a, a rational worry, but um, the heat, I, I don't know. Has that been thought, of, thought about? Um, you know, these players aren't used to playing in, in, in the weather that they'll have in Qatar. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's something that can really um, influence them. Um, I'm sure it will. You know, it takes time to get used to and, you know, heat exhaustion and I don't know what else comes comes with that um, long term. Because I'm not, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, they're playing... A series of games, some more than others, admittedly, in really, really hot temperatures. It's not good. It surely can't be good. So, um, yeah. But um, it's out of my control, unfortunately. Um, so I, I'm going to have to live with it like every other fan in the world. But... Yeah, I think I kind of want the World Cup to be over. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of want it to be over. But uh, I do want England to do well, and I do want Brazil to do well. And I do want, what other team? Switzerland to do well. And I think that's, is that us covered? Arsenal? Probably not. But uh, yeah, I want Arsenal players to do well. But um, yeah, um think I've said enough before I start to bore you if I haven't already um, but yeah this is kind of the plan um, every time I watch a match maybe I'll talk about the players performance um, from Arsenal and then also I'll talk about any other related topics um, as I've done today I mean I've spoken about Arsenal I've spoken about Brazil and, and all of that so yeah just to kind of keep things going and to keep me occupied I mean I just miss doing the podcast the, the normal uh, post-match uh, review that I do so uh, yeah this is a bit a bit different uh, but kind of the same because I'm basically talking about Arsenal and all other things football so um, it works out well um, but yeah please keep listening please keep sharing and uh, look out for um, a podcast that I'll be starting with a group of friends. Um, we'll be putting it on YouTube. I'll give you all the details for that. Um, it's looking very promising. Um, I'm looking. I'm very excited to do that. Um, and yeah, so um, yeah, take care, and um, we'll get through this World Cup break together. We will.